When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. It's morning in the town of Bannock, Illinois. A bright spring morning in 1959. Everywhere on Main Street are signs of commerce. Shopkeepers are opening up, sweeping the sidewalks and greeting early customers. At Ogilvy's Hardware... A young man has just hopped out of a station wagon and walked briskly into the store. Well, good morning. Mr. Ogilvy, remember me? Uh, you're the fellow with the rabbit's foots and keychains. Right. Verlin Pinkney, how you been doing? Oh, so-so. Great. Say, I came to restock your supply of our uh, novelties. Well, you won't need to. Haven't sold a one. You haven't? Nope. Well, listen, uh, we're carrying a brand new item now. It's, it's pen light, see? Got one right here. You carry it in your pocket like a pen. But it's really a flashlight. Tricky, huh? I don't think so today. Thanks all the same. Oh, but this is a hot seller. Better take a dozen anyway. Not today, Mr. Pinky, thank you. If I ever sell off those other doodads, then maybe I'll try your pen lights. Yeah. I don't suppose you need any miniature picture frames? No. How you fix for ballpoint pens? Up to my armpits and pens. Like to get rid of them. Compasses? A protractor. No, no. Rulers? Erasers? No. Little plastic pencil sharpeners? Uh, magnetic ashtrays? Key cases? No. Well, I'll be back next month, Mr. Ogilvy. Uh, you, you do have my card, don't you? Yeah, I guess you do. Well, so long. Listen, Mr. Howard, we've got a brand new line of pen lights. Uh, miniature picture frames? Plastic pencil sharpeners? Now, Mr. Goff, today I've got a brand new line to show you. See, it looks like an expensive pen, but when you take it out, look, it's a flashlight. Huh? Well, no, you can't write with it, but... Oh, hi, Mr. Marple. I, uh, I don't suppose you sell much in the way of novelties here, do you? No, I didn't think so. Well, be seeing you. It's been another disappointing day for Verlin Pinckney, and so he drives through the town looking for consolation, and at last he finds exactly what he's looking for, an ice cream store, which is where we'll leave Verlin for 60 seconds or so, as Crisis presents itself to you tonight with a tale that would warm Horatio Alger's heart. Oh, yes, Verlin Pinckney's luck is about to change drastically. We'll be right back with the rest of tonight's story, which is titled, The Gadget. And now, Phil Harper and Mark Adler Corbell in The Gadget. Berlin Pinckney has located an ice cream store with tables and a few booths. He has wedged himself into a booth in the corner, there to attack a chocolate soda, a butterscotch malt, and perhaps a hot fudge sundae for dessert. He's just polished off the chocolate soda when a slender young man comes in. 
He is elegantly but tastefully dressed in a raw silk suit, narrow tie, and button-down collar. He carries an alligator attaché case. He turns, sees Verlin, and walks over. Hello. Hello. My name's Rand Mortimer. How do you do? I'm Verlin Pickney. It's a pleasure. Say, do you mind if I join you? No, I guess not. Thank you. Oh, uh, are you expecting someone? Huh? The, uh, the malt. <laughs> oh, oh, well, no, I, I get pretty thirsty. <laughs> it's been a, been a long morning working. I see. You live around here, Mr. Pinky? Pinkney. N-E-Y. Pinkney. I'm sorry. No, I don't live around here. I, I work out of Chicago. Ah, a salesman. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, I usually can. What is it you sell? Novelties, metal goods, keychains, ashtrays, picture frames. We have a new line now, pen lights. Did you ever see one? They look just like a pen, but they're really a little flashlight. But, of course, you can't write with one. What do you do? Tell me, Verlin. It is Verlin. Right. Tell me, how's business? You really want to know? It's lousy. Mm. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy novelties. At least not from me. I see. Well, it isn't that I don't work at it. Man, I'm up early hitting all the hick towns. Oh, no offense. Oh, of course not. I keep plugging along. I keep pushing the junk. But, man, I tell you, it's rough. Mm. Really rough. You like selling novelties? Oh, not especially. <laughs> That's about all I can do. I mean, I got no degree. I got no training. What's a guy like me going to do? But you like to sell. When somebody's buying, yeah. Hey, uh, how would you like another soda? Uh, no, thanks. I've still got this butterscotch malt to drink. Hey, you want some? Um, no, not right now. You go ahead. Thanks. Get so doggone thirsty. <laughs> Tell me more about yourself. You married? Are you kidding? No, I'm not married. Not even going steady. I mean, who'd have me with this pot I carry around? You uh, been with the novelty company long? About a year. Before that, I sold aluminum siding. But, well, I don't like knocking on doors. Mm, I see. Say, what'd you say you do? I didn't say. But I'll tell you what I do. I change lives. Huh? I change lives. How you mean? If a life needs improving, I improve it. What are you? A minister of some kind? <laughs> no. No, in fact, I'm an electronics engineer. You see, I too was locked down to a boring job. A dead-end job. A going-nowhere job. Just like you. And then one night, I began to experiment at home. I asked myself... What's man's greatest need? What is man's greatest need? Oh, huh? Are you asking me? Yes. Well, I guess it's, uh... Well, happiness. Exactly. Man's greatest need is happiness. And so I set about to see if today's modern science could produce more happiness. And I'm here to tell you, it can. And it will. No kidding? Yes, this is the new age, Verlin. The age of the semiconductor, the computer, microwaves... Do you know what I have here in my briefcase? I have the greatest boon mankind has ever known. Yeah? The answer to failure, the answer to frustration, the answer to all forms of unhappiness. I've licked them. Look at me. Do I look unhappy? Unsuccessful? Unloved? Well, I don't know. No, you look pretty happy to me. Mm, yeah, and you know why? I'll show you why. Here. What is it? Well, I don't know what to call it. All I know is what it does. What does it do? It changes the polarity of ionized particles in the ozone. Uh, come again? It changes the ionization of polarized particles. Listen, in, in layman's language, it surrounds me with an aura of positive feelings, of success, happiness. 
The rays penetrate my body, my brain, everything, driving out the negative, charging up the positive. Yeah. Ah, uh, come on. You're pulling my leg, right? Don't you feel it? The fresh, challenging, new feeling starting in you? Y you mean it's turned on? Of course. It's on all the time. So what does it really do? I mean, it looks like it's just a little black box. Of course. It's supposed to be completely plain. Nothing to switch on or off or control in any way. From the moment I sealed this box closed, it began pouring out positive particles like a radio station pours out electronic signals. Yeah, but I mean, what does it do? It makes you succeed. Yeah? Yes. At what? Uh, selling? Selling, making friends, determining your own future, everything. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. And it works? Look at me. Let me show you my fiancé. Here. Wowee. Hmm, that car she's standing in front of? That's mine. A caddy. I'm buying a 46-foot cruiser for our honeymoon. Yeah. I'd say you're a success. What are you doing, selling these things? Of course. You mean people actually buy these gadgets? Berlin, I can't possibly make them fast enough to supply the demand. And besides, I don't want to work that hard. I intend to sell the ones I've made and then retire. Well, why don't you turn it over to some manufacturer? And have him learn the secret? Uh-uh. But just out of curiosity, what do you ask for one? $300. $300? For just a little plastic box no bigger than your hand? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. You see, they're guaranteed. <laughs> they are? How? They're unconditionally guaranteed to bring you more success, more accomplishment, more happiness than you ever knew in your life. There's just one thing to protect my invention. If the case is ever tampered with or opened, or any attempt is made to learn the secret of what's inside, the effect will be cut off automatically and the guarantee is void. You mean, if I was to buy one of these gadgets, and I went out and tried to sell my, my toughest customer, I'd sell him? Absolutely. I guarantee it. You mean... This little black box is going to make me a success? Absolutely. In anything? Anything and everything. I sold one of these to an appliance salesman in Moline last month. Stopped by to see him the other day. Do you know he is now the manager of the store he used to work for? No kidding? I know a mousy little school teacher in Kankakee bought one of my inventions and changed his whole life. Took it with him to his church bingo game and won everything. Took it with him to a faculty meeting and wound up vice principal. Just like that. Gee. It changes people's lives, Verlin. And it has to change your life where you get your money back. Say, how many times have you had to give someone his money back? <laughs> I've never given back a cent. Never had to. Look, would I be foolish enough to put a money-back guarantee on something if I wasn't 100% sure it'd work? I guess not. Well, how about it? Want to change your life? Want to walk out of here knowing absolutely that you will succeed in everything from this moment on? Well, I... You can't lose. Well, okay. I, I'll write you a check. Oh, the poor sucker, you say? Well, maybe so. But you haven't heard the rest of the story. We'll be back with the conclusion to this tale in just a minute. Berlin Pinckney is now the owner of a plain black plastic box for which he has paid $300 to a total stranger. The transaction has been made and Verlin rises from the booth in the ice cream shop ready to go out and put his mysterious purchase to its first test. Now, Verlin. Yeah? Before you leave, here's my card. See? Has my name and address on it in case you want to get in touch with me. Now, there's one last thing. You know you possess a device which will bring you everything you want. 
So it's very important that you begin acting the part of a successful man right now. Well, how do you mean? You have to look and feel like a success. I want you to go find a good tailor shop and get a fine new suit of clothes. Me? Hey, I just spent $300 on this little gadget of yours. It leaves me flat. You're forgetting what I said. You're a success. You'll make back that $300 this afternoon. And, Verlin, I suggest you start working out at a gym and find a new barber. You'll enjoy it, really. Just keep one thing in your mind. Whatever you attempt, you will succeed. People won't be able to resist you. Okay. I'll do everything just like you said. Good. And don't forget, for one second, Verlin, you cannot fail. Mr. Ogilvy. Huh? Oh, Mr. Pinky, you back again? Forget something? No, Mr. Ogilvy, I didn't forget something. I'm back because I want to give you another chance. I can't live with the thought that I'm letting you miss out on the profits from our new pen lights. Hey, looky here now. I already told you I don't want none of them pen lights. You may not want the pen lights, Mr. Ogilvy, but you do want the money, don't you? Oh, sure. How do you get the money? By selling things. Not only will you make a profit on every pen light, but think of the batteries you'll sell. Well, yeah, but who needs a little dinky flashlight? Everyone, every single man, woman, and child in this town. Now, when someone comes in your store, you pick up a pen light and you switch it on and you show them how bright it shines. Uh, well, wait, wait a second. Here comes Mrs. Hanson. Uh, afternoon, Miss Hanson. Here, let me show you what I mean. Mrs. Hanson, pleased to meet you. My name's Verlin Pinkney, and I've just been showing Mr. Ogilvy here on your line of women's pen lights. Do you have one yet? I know. I... Well, you come home at night after dark. You have to find a keyhole. Did you ever lose your glove in a dark theater? If you had this in your purse, Mrs. Hanson, look. See that bright little light? Well, my, that, that is bright, isn't it? How much are those? Well, they retail for only 59 cents. The only thing is, Mr. Ogilvy doesn't handle this line. And I'm a wholesaler. I don't have a license to retail. Now, now, wait just a second here. Now, if you want one of these things, Miss Hanson, I'll sell you one. Well, I'm sure your bridge club ladies would love to have pen lights as prizes, Mrs. Hanson. My canasta club, you mean. Well, they would make wonderful little gifts, wouldn't they? Uh, how many that be, ma'am? Of course, if you were to order as many as a dozen, you'd be able to get them for only 49 cents each. Well, all right. I, I suppose I could use a dozen. Ah, uh, but Mr. Ogilvy here doesn't sell them. Oh, I, I do, too. Uh, uh, give me a, uh, uh, give me a gross of them pen lights. One gross? How long would a gross last you if you showed ten other ladies the pen light, huh? Uh, all right. Uh, uh, make it two gross. Thank you, Mr. Howard. I'll have your pen light shipped right away. Appreciate the order, Mr. Goff. You won't regret changing your mind. Mr. Marple, you'll just have to be patient and wait until the truck gets here next Monday. But meantime, I can let you have four dozen if you take a gross of miniature picture frames, too. Who? Say, it's a... Uh, uh, don't tell me, it's a... Uh... Verlin Pinckney, Mr. Mortimer. Remember me? Verlin Pinckney. Yeah, sure, of course. Uh, uh, what's wrong? Did I say anything's wrong? Well, no, uh... No. In fact, you look terrific. I hardly recognize you. I'll tell the world I look different. I am different. I'm going to the gym. I'm working out three times a week. I've got a bunch of new clothes. And my job, I've tripled my income. Hmm. All thanks to the little black box. And all in only three months. <laughs> What'd I tell you? Well, I looked you up because I realized what I really want to do with my life. Just like you said, the little black box would change my life. Well, it has. I'm a different man. I want to devote the rest of my life to helping my fellow man the way you're doing. Well, that's, that's wonderful, Verlin. Uh, 
Now, how do you mean? I want to be your partner. I want to sell little black boxes. But I, I don't need a partner. Listen, Mortimer, I can more than double your sales. You yeah, build but... them, I'll sell them. What do you say? I say no. Uh, look, Verlin, I'm, I'm doing nicely the way I am. Well, you got something against making money? <laughs> well, of course not. Come on, let me come in and look around. Uh, hey, I'd like to see your lab. Well, uh, my lab isn't here. I, this is where I live. You oh, know, okay, I... you can show me the lab some other time. What I want now is for you to make me exclusive sales agent for the boxes. We'll give them a name, we'll the... merchandise them, we'll get a little publicity. Listen, for the last them. time, no. Uh, I'm not interested. I mean, I, I've made all the money I want to from it. Well, now let me get this straight. You're turning me down, right? I'm sorry, Verlin. Yes, I am. But you guaranteed me I'd succeed in everything if I had the little black box along. Yeah. And I've got it right here. And I'm not succeeding, am I? No, but... Well, look, you can't expect me to cut you in on the business, for heaven's sakes. I mean, be reasonable. Mortimer, you guaranteed me success in anything and everything, and now I've failed. So give me my $300 back. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, you admit you've tripled your income, so you know the gadget works. I mean, now you want your money back just because I won't let you in on the business? You going back on your guarantee? But you know it works! But not on you. Look, but be reasonable. You want me to take the thing back and give you your 300 bucks? Well... Then you'd be without the black box. How would you like to try to go on selling without it? Oh, that's it, is it? You refuse to refund my money? Look, it's the principle of the thing. Okay. You forced me to do this, Mortimer. What are you, what are you doing? Forced you to... Putting my black box right down here on your front steps. And now I'm gonna... Hey. Smash it open! Now, I'll just take it down to an electronics engineer. <laughs> and he'll duplicate everything in it. Hey, wait a minute. What's going on? Hey, this thing was... It's empty. There's nothing in it. You sold me a cheap plastic box for $300. You're a fraud. You're a crook, Mortimer. I'm a crook? Why? What did you want inside your little black box? What did I say was in there? Well, you said it... You said it had... You said it had rays. Yeah, positive particles. Well, can you prove it doesn't? Well, there's nothing in there. Look, it's empty. That's right. Well, then you're a fraud. Tell me, Verlin, how did your life get changed? How did you become a different person? What was it that tripled your sales, huh? Oh, it sure wasn't this cheap plastic box. Of course not. It was what you believed it would do. You were a real sad sack when I sold you this gadget. Insecure, shy, negative. And then suddenly you possessed something that was guaranteed to make you succeed. And you believed it. So you went out and succeeded. You wouldn't take no for an answer. You had confidence. You had positive feelings. And when you had one success, you saw you could succeed, so this reinforced you for the next customer and so on. Don't you see? I, I don't know. What I sold you for $300 was faith, Berlin. You placed all your faith in a cheap plastic box, and it worked. Now all you have to do is put that faith where it really belongs, in yourself. Nah. Uh, it won't work without the box. You don't need the box. It's just ten cents worth of plastic. You know you can sell. Now go out and sell. Well, I'll give it a try. Good. Only, uh, could you get me another black box? Just like the one I broke? Of all the wonders science has given us, none yet compares to the power of the mind. The force of a belief is capable of changing a life. Or, as someone once said, as a man thinketh, so is he. 
I'll be back in a minute with a preview of next week's program and the names of tonight's players. Tonight, Crisis brought you The Gadget, with Phil Harper as Verlin Pinckney, Mark Adler-Corbell as Rand Mortimer, Douglas Young as Mr. Ogilvy, and Pat French as Mrs. Hanson. Sound effects created by Jeff Thompson, engineering by Carney Barton. The Gadget was written and directed by yours truly, Jim French. The program is recorded at Audio Recording Incorporated. Be with us next week, won't you? For Crisis. Crisis.